0: Alright, welcome to the pilot episode of The Deep Ship. Uh, I'm Scott, here with my beautiful fiancée.
1: Stephanie.
0: That's right. And as any pilot episode is of any TV show, oftentimes they're weird. They <laughs> th- The show ends up changing afterwards a little bit, but uh, we're getting started. And that's the whole idea about podcast and creating your own media these days, is just get it started. We're joined in studio by Buddy the Dog tearing up. Um, a blanket to get himself uh, comfortable comfortable, like. because that's what he likes to do. Um, this is the pilot episode. It is January 2017. We finally have 2016 behind us. I think a lot of people are thankful, ha- thankful <laughs> about that for different reasons. Um, for you and I, uh, 2016 was the year we got engaged. It is. Now, we got engaged at the Safe Air of Texas. Which is
1: my Disney World.
0: Which is, I think, I mean, maybe a little weird, but that's okay.
1: No, it's better than Disney World, I feel.
0: Uh, you love the State Fair. Most people, if they go once every few years, that's enough for them.
1: But I get a season pass, and I go multiple times a year.
0: Multiple times. And it's not just for the food. A lot of people think it's for the food, uh, but Stephanie. It's mostly
1: for the quilts. I'm, Let's <laughs> I'm looking... <laughs> for... <laughs> be realistic. I mean, I'm 31 going on 32, but I'm like 85 deep down inside. I mean, that. I love Lubies. It is my jam.
0: Yes. I love Lubies. Fun fact, if you know something about Stephanie, Luby's is, is one of her favorite places to I love Lubies.
1: I love hanging out with old people. They're funny.
0: Not even on a Sunday afternoon after church. Luby's on a Tuesday. Uh,
1: Luby's on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. I mean, that's my jam.
0: Really got to beat that early dinner crowd, <laughs> you know. But that's okay.
1: And that's quilts. Okay. I love the art of quilting. It is fascinating to me. So it is. It's so cool. So
0: Stephanie, Stephanie and I are engaged and this podcast is a celebration of not our relationship, but it's a celebration of all things that we encounter together and we want to share that with the world out there. So feel free to um, join along with us. Uh, Eventually we'll get uh, the Twitter and all that stuff up so you can interact with us. But right now um, uh, you can do that on Facebook. We'll put that at the end of this podcast. Um, episode when I get all that actually done, and I'll put in a little addendum on there. Um, but that's great. And so, but what I really want to talk about in our uh, in our pilot episode or inaugural episode, it's the new year, New Year's resolutions. Some yeah. cou- some couples take them uh, as a couple. People do them individually. Stephanie has a as a perspective on them, I believe, because she encounters them uh, now because she likes to go to the gym.
1: I do. I love the gym. You
0: go to the gym often. I
1: Love-hate of relationship with the gym. You right? have two gyms. I do have two gyms. I you,
0: do. Um, so you have one that's kind of your more heavy-duty gym.
1: Yes, my powerlifting gym.
0: Powerlifting gym where you do. Some people would recognize all this stuff. Maybe sort of like CrossFit kind of stuff. Kind of. The, Olymp- the Olympic style weightlifting.
1: It's kind of yeah. It's kind of like where CrossFit got their stuff from. Yeah. I would. I would feel. You would feel. I think personally, that's what happened. Right. Well, well it, no offense to any Crossfitters out there.
0: And it had to start there somewhere. If you hear some barking, it we is have, our. <laughs> so
1: just to give you a backstory. We have four dogs because I'm a crazy person and <gasps> I love animals. And so we have four dogs. And so if you hear barking, that is uh, three of them out there because we are in studio, of course, with Buddy Holly.
0: Buddy, so. he's actually chill as can be. Um, but the others are out there barking. If you ever hear them. Um, but getting back to New Year's resolutions in the gym, yes. you have two gyms. Now, you- uh, once the, the the meat and potatoes, the, the 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 main part of your gym, which is a, an independent gym, a little more um, stripped down, mm-hmm. less corporate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you have wow. a gym membership at Planet, Planet Fitness, <laughs> which is as corporate-y wow. whatever as you can get. The most- now
1: unjudgmental judgmental, well, judgmental yeah. place you could yeah, possibly
0: unjudgmental unless you are there to be serious then it's then they're they, judgmental they as all get out as all get out um, so you go there and around this time of year mm-hmm. it, uh, tell tell some of our our listeners may or may not know this all all tens of our listeners um, packed not packed after the new year
1: oh it's was awful
0: describe the scene what it's like
1: it's just well it's kind of like a um, how do you Kind of like a um. You should want to kind of sit back and just watch everyone, really, because there's so many people. I mean, it's packed in like sardines. Now, what
0: are the kinds of people that are you? You begin to see.
1: Oh I mean, really, all all sorts of people. You have, you know, have, of course, school hasn't gotten put back in for um, the schools around here, so you have a lot of the teenagers still. Okay. Um, and then, of course, you have the, the stay-at-home moms, which I think is great. But you
0: always have some of those people.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: What I am maybe getting at is it being the New year, new Year's resolutions, you get that kind of the newbies at the gym, the, a lot of the new people. Are you seeing a lot of those people?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah. Of what, because what you hear a lot of the time is the gym regulars are like, oh, gosh, it's the new year. Here come all the new people to clog everything up take all your machines take all the machines all that kind of stuff all, all the weights. and then of course by March it's dead as a doornail back as can be and, and that I guess that gets back to my my main thing about New Year's resolutions is what what's your view on them do you think it's it's individually speaking first of all do you think it's it's a worth of your time or what's your what's been your experience with
1: I don't think it's I think it's worthless to be quite honest unless you're that person that's motivated by um, putting a lot of pressure on yourself, then by all means, go for it. But I feel like it's just kind of stupid. It's one more thing that you have to worry about and just be upset at that you didn't hit your goal, if you will, right. or your resolution, or that your resolution was to drink more water and you were only able to drink one glass. Well, you feel like you just failed. So then you quit. It's So if you don't put that pressure on yourself, then you, you'll you do it whenever you do it, I guess. That makes sense. But I just think it's...
0: I mean, it's, I'm sure some people, if if no one ever fulfilled them, no, I don't. I you would imagine by now people wouldn't do them. So some people, some people are able to sort of achieve them, but the, it does seem like the general consensus is that you know you start them by the first, and then you're done with them. Well, it's kind of like them. you
1: can also do like a weekly resolution too. Like those people are like, oh, I'm gonna start my diet on Monday. I'm gonna quit smoking on Monday. I mean, why on Monday? Just just do it now. I mean, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess then, too, I also work a very weird schedule because of doing hair. I don't have just a normal, like, I restart thing on Monday kind of a deal. Sure. You know, you just. So, I just. I personally, I don't like to not win. And so, I feel <laughs> okay. like resolutions is a setup for failure. Because I know I'm not going to stick to said thing for a long time. Although, I did stick to the gym for a while. But, and
0: again, it, again most people, I feel like, that do some of the same kinds of stuff people do New Year's resolution, New Year's resolution about, they end up doing those throughout the year, and, and you know, it's like, I'm going to work out more.
1: I feel like the resolution thing started from gyms, or people are, like, weight loss, fitness things. Like, I feel like it was kind of coined a little bit better for them. Oh, sure. I mean, so really, if you think about it, it's just a big marketing scam well
0: i mean so i work part of my day job is is in the marketing world and there yeah there's a lot of that if it's a new year what better time to start something you've been putting off or whatever um i'm sure if um our favorite you know your one of your favorite shows adam ruins everything Ugh, uh to do a so segment they would talk about that um it's never bad for people to set goals no, obviously
1: never i think goals is what gets you through life yeah
0: but I, I think there is something New Year's resolutions that um, you know. But it's also after the holidays, which can be just a stressful time for people. I
1: mean, it's where you I mean, it's where you gorge the most. If you, as yeah. far as like diets go, oh yeah, like I'm gonna completely just do whatever I want through the holidays because I know January first is coming, and I, you know I'm gonna be on the straight and narrow. Or I'm gonna, you know, my in-laws are in town, my family's in town. I'm gonna drink all the wine I have, <laughs> <laughs> and then. It's, it's kind of like Fat Tuesday, if you think about it, the holidays. Oh,
0: before Mardi Gras. Yeah. I mean, not Mardi Gras, uh, but, um, like Lent or whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: so on Fat Tuesday, you're going to do everything and eat everything you can and drink or do whatever you're going to give up for Lent. I mean, it's the exact yeah, same I think thing.
0: It's like we would have, um, the churches often have that pancake supper because the idea was that you get rid of all your, um, like, baked goods thing, kind of stuff, or yeah. flour. So you eat it all possible, and then, yeah, that, that makes sense. And well,
1: that's what Fat Tuesday's about. You, yeah. you you basically eat all the stuff that you, weren't, that you said that you weren't going to do, and then you do it, yeah. and then here comes Lent, and you're fine. Same, the holidays are just a really long, extended Fat Tuesday, if you think about it. So, because here I have, you know, January 1st comes around, I'm going to do, as a resolution, to not do this, or do better or be better oh. at this certain thing. It's the same exact thing as Lent. It's just you don't have a religious spin on it.
0: I think, do you think um, people are would be better served by resolutions if they're more specific rather than I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to be a better person? It's kind of generic versus I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year or I'm going to learn this specific. You know, like, do you think? Oh, well, no, le-
1: absolutely. Because if you put, if you put like... If you put like an end date on it, if you will, like, huh, I have a girlfriend who is who decides that she's gonna just gonna try to stop drinking for a whole, whole month or the month of January. Okay. And so there's an end date, so
0: she can make it. She
1: can make it to the date, and it's not that she isn't gonna continue it because who knows by then you may not want to continue drinking right. or whatever. But if you say, "Oh, I'm gonna lose you know, thirty pounds by next December." I mean it's more of a realistic way of doing it instead of i'm just gonna get back in shape and eat healthy well what does that mean like
0: yeah it's measurable that way and yeah. so accountable and so
1: therefore you don't and the great thing about goals is you want to set a goal that's a little higher but not too obtainable or too unobtainable. Right. unattainable sorry and so because if you don't hit that goal then eventually you as a human you're just going to beat yourself up anyways right and then you're going to quit because that's what we do it's just our human nature to do so so if you set small goals to reach your, your big goal then eventually you will do that kind of like paying off debt let's say you have like twenty thousand dollars worth of debt like a car or whatever right you yeah that's a big number but if you say okay i'm gonna pay this much for this or whatever it's a little you etch away at a little at a time and it's more obtainable that way than you know where you're gonna come up with 20 grand real quick if you don't have it
0: well that's what i've seen uh been prepping for the show and for talking about this. Uh, reading some experts, they talk about New Year's resolutions are best when you can do, set them up to where you achieve them in chunks, so it's something you can achieve daily or you have a weekly goal. So you say, If this week I'm going to, and you, you versus saying for this the year or in general, that seems the usual consensus. What well, I was wondering about are relationship, or dating New Year's resolutions. Hmm, so, So we are obviously in a relationship. We're not necessarily just out there dating people. Oh, you're in it
1: for life, bud. Well,
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> but so um, what what would you say, um, just knowing people that are in relationships and knowing people that are dating, what are some New Year's resolutions you think people should make when it comes to relationships and dating? What, what would you say would be the most common ones that... Because most people think about them as individual resolutions, but um, when it comes to dating or a relation or you already in a relationship, for instance, what are some of those that you think might? Uh, really I think be for
1: dating is I think especially as a woman, you don't s- you see the red flags everywhere, but you're like, oh, it's okay, it's fine. No, he didn't mean to do this or that. I think give yourself, you know, uh, three
0: strikes and you're out. Yeah, like a policy. limit of
1: three or four, like. Alright, I see... And not like, oh, he wore cargo shorts and flip-flops. I mean... Well, I, for you, that's... For me, difference. that's a huge red flag and run for the hills, everybody. Because that's disgusting. But, like, if he all of a sudden yells at his dog for no reason, that's weird. Why would you yell at an innocent dog? But I'm also biased because I love my animals. But, like, if he was to yell at you for dancing, you know... Just being a dork and dancing and... Is
0: he the mayor in Footloose? (laughs) Here you go.
1: Well, if he was the mayor of Footloose, I mean, red flag. You can't dance, you gotta dance. You gotta gotta get that energy out. But, like, you know, if you see... Not, like, silly red flags. Like, oh, I don't like the way his hair looks.
0: You mean, like, real... Like, real,
1: like, things that are really toxic in a relationship like really abusive qualities or manipulative qualities that Or you, just
0: they're going to it's just going to be he is this person has no ambition or they're just lazy really lazy
1: or can't hold yeah. a job down
0: do through uh, do fault of their own. Right. Yeah.
1: But uh that's what so you okay, know, setting setting those boundaries for yourself um and also I mean I mean as far as being in a relationship since you know we are in one um really just trying to like work through like nail down an issue. Like one of our one of my issues is shutting down. Like I know okay. that's an issue of mine. And so talk, trying to talk through that issue instead of shutting down. And I think that you're really really great at telling me, "Hey, you're shutting down." And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I think- well, I know I am." But it's like me more I guess more being stubborn okay. and just trying to
0: Do you think do you think couples um- because those are also those are I mean those are, I think, like the th- like the red flag thing. It's it's huge. I think uh, giving yourself like a number. Like if I see three red flags, within you know as we're dating, you know I'm gonna really that's gonna have to be a real thing. But with uh, like a couple, do you think um, similar to I uh, set up a measurable goal? You think like for us, our like our goal this year is to is to have a wedding. Is to, to get, get married. married. So that's something we have to, we, we work for all year. And that's a, like a thing for us. So do you think, I mean, do you think for other couples and as we go, for us, I think in other years, out, this year we're going to take care of whatever in the house or we're going to yes. work out this issue with, or for the holidays we're going to have them planned by October and we're going to figure out how we do all that with our families. Uh, do you think that? Do you think that's more realistic for people because it's measurable or do you think, you know, do you think it's more it's better to focus on as we communicate, this is how we're going to communicate better. What do you think was better for... Well, there's you I mean, for yourself, but, I mean, as we all know, everyone... Again, not that we're... Not... Disclaimer. Not that we're relationship <laughs> experts. This is just us talking through stuff. It's uh, kind of our own couples therapy and uh, yours as well, I guess. Well,
1: I think, too, there are tools to help you plan a wedding or to... You know, of course, those are tangible resolutions, but they're not... Yeah, but it's not life-changing, because getting married is completely life-changing. But, I mean, if you know that there's, if you're both, if you both know that communication's a problem, and it's constant, and you really want to work through with something, or with someone, are they, I, I mean, I don't know, I guess. That doesn't make any sense of it.
0: Well, that's okay. It's a free <laughs> and open dialogue here on but the Deep Ship Podcast. I
1: don't know, it's just, for me, it would be just to get... The deeper issues because all yeah. the other stuff is surface right. like i can figure out how to get us married i can figure out what the heck we're going to do for christmas thanksgiving easter fourth of july i can figure that out but it's like if i can't work on my communication or my stubbornness or shutting yeah. down i mean i think that's where relationships fail Is you have just it's just a lack of communication or not a lack thereof it's just bad communication and i think too it's just really hard i mean hollywood makes it look so easy because you know you can just say cut and you know fix it but in in real life you can't say cut i mean you can but then it's over
0: and i wouldn't recommend actually cutting no because
1: that's illegal and you know not good let's just be realistic here (laughs) i mean jail time's not fun i wouldn't know i wouldn't either but I've seen some. Sh- I've, I've seen Orange Is the New Black. Those outfits are not cute. They're not cute at all.
0: So the worst part Sorry. for your prison is how not how cute you the outfits. Okay. And you
1: have to share a shower. Ugh. I can't. That's gross.
0: So breaking news alert: Stephanie does not recommend prison. No, it's Because
1: right. some people might.
0: Um, okay. Well, so, well, Sorry, this twinkie. But, but so I mean I think I think I think. What you're getting at is is the deeper stuff is more important, obviously. Well, it's um,
1: longer lasting. It's like, right. what is going to propel my relationship further, and for us, we're getting married, so how can I make our marriage last longer or forever? Because when you get married, that's the intention, of course. And you're going to fight. You're gonna fight about socks not being in the hamper, or just the stupidest things, because you you unfortunately hurt the ones you love more, and mm. you take things out on people that are closest to you and so it's like how then can i teach our children if we have any or, or adopted, any couple that might or any, fixed, or like you know. anything it's like how can i teach my children how to communicate not only to their future wives or husbands but also their friends and their family and and just the world because i yeah. feel like this world is just so consumed with like just social media and writing things down is easier than actually having a conversation with someone it's so sad it's so sad to me that it's like that because here you have these teenagers that feel more comfortable on Snapchat than they do in real life with someone it's crazy but again I think
0: I think you I think there are some concrete ways in a relationship you can address a deeper thing with a concrete measurable I think you just have to be creative Um, like with the idea of communication therapy is, helps. Well, therapy, <laughs> therapy, you does always help. pay someone to do it. But, uh, you know, you know, just in terms of, you know, we're only going to text about an uh, issue we're arguing about with so many texts before we decide we're, we're not talking about it until we can talk in person.
1: Exactly. Or something, too, it's like, okay, whenever you're having dinner, you have dinner together, you leave your phone somewhere else. Like, make sure your phones aren't, you know aren't there with you, or, you know, Make sure that you have that that quality time with each other when the kids go to bed.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, I mean, I'm sure it's easier said than done. I don't have children, but yeah. you know,
0: everyone's life is a little different, and I guess like
1: scheduling that time. Yeah. Like for 30 days, we're gonna we're gonna have a scheduled set time that we do X Y Z.
0: And that way, it's only 30 days, as opposed to trying to make yourself. Beholden to it for a whole year for, or forever. Because you don't know if you actually need that specific thing. Exactly. But it gives you a time to say 30 days to try something out and to do this together. Whatever it might be. Some people make it a uh, date night. Some people make it intimacy or what, whatever it is. They just they, they make it a, a week or 30 days or whatever of time to do whatever as a couple or figure something out. Um, I guess that makes sense. Uh, it, I think... For me, the idea of New Year's resolutions for a couple is is attacking something together because you're also trying to achieve something together. So even if it is a simple task like we're going to get this wall painted this year or the floors are done, done, you're still tackling something together. And usually through those things of achieving something as a, as a unit, as a team, um, you typically should grow. Or well, learn something You'll definitely about,
1: learn something. You
0: should learn something that should grow you in some way, shape, or form.
1: Oh, I think so, for sure. So
0: I think, for me, I, while I... So so in one way, I think in some ways New Year's resolutions for people can be kind of silly and the whole thing is a little overplayed in that I think they can be good for people, but oftentimes the way it works is it doesn't work out for people very, very easily. But I think for couples, it's actually easier to take stock if it's a New Year. As a couple, we have a... It's an easier way to manage or to measure whatever and you're just throughout the holidays and um, also most things are done a little more easier with someone else this is true so you have you literally have a teammate a partner an accountability buddy if you will <laughs> uh, to word. take take from an old South Park episode but um, you have someone with you which is I mean again which is the the beauty of, of our relationship and all that is that you have someone with you but even if you're single I think there's still stuff you can put out for you you know, Whether it's dating or say, hey, I know I have dating, but this year I'm going to do this, 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 and this on my own to improve myself because the better I am, the better, uh, more, more uh, complete I am, whatever, the more well-rounded I am, the better I'll be for someone I end up being in that relationship with. very true. So uh, I think, you know, approaching it from that way, because I think what a lot of people approach New Year's resolutions for is oftentimes more service. I'm oh, gonna yeah. lose weight. I'm going to, you know, uh, learn to play the guitar or, or you know whatever. And it's just it's very, not that they don't matter. They matter, but it's like, you it's know, ser- it's, I mean, it's just surface. It's just fleeting. I think the more fleeting of the thing you you try to achieve, the easier it is to give up. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because it's just like well, just just working out a little bit more. You know, I have this, I have this thing and that thing and, you know, whatever. Um, you know, for Gigi, our, our pit bull, you know, her New Year's resolution is, hey, I have to learn to be more of a dog. I don't know. She's a little <laughs> weird. Um, She's so weird. The other fun part of a uh, relationship corner uh, and home life here uh, with us is managing pets mm-hmm. and managing, um, we don't have kids yet, hopefully one day, um, but we do have pets. Um, Now, Stephanie is a big pet lover, Mm -hmm. pet person, pet stuff. Um, In a relationship, uh, what have you found the difference between being a pet owner by yourself versus a pet owner with, say, a wonderful, handsome fiance? (laughs) Well,
1: it's easier with someone else. It's, you know, if I... Like, example, if one of them gets sick during the night, it's, I'm not just there by myself to clean it all up. I have you to help, like, just calm me down when I get upset. Right. Or, you know, since we have four, instead of feeding all four of them yeah. at the same time, it's easier if, you know, you take two, I take two. Or um, In fairness,
0: we wouldn't have four if I wasn't here. I, I brought well, the
1: fourth. Well, you probably, probably, I probably would that's Well, that's, that's that's I pro- If I could, I'd have a whole farm with all the dogs and all the lambs. that's true
0: if, if anyone out there listening has an open farm that they just, just wants want to, to give it to me it to so I
1: can have all these animals and if we can also find a rich person to uh, pay for the, a, a vet to come in and take care of them yeah. be like a sanctuary I would I would be so grateful in a heartbeat yeah oh, I would I mean I would quit my job and do it in a heartbeat interesting not really I'd still do hair who are we kidding but i do hair at my farm with all the animals
0: you have a Farm salon.
1: Oh gosh, you'd be so. Fun. Where you do
0: hair, and then when you're done with that, come adopt my dogs. You just, you know, well,
1: on the ones I don't. Want. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Well, that sounds really not great. But um, other, uh, so. Hey,
1: I haven't met a dog I don't like though.
0: That's a good point. I don't think I've ever seen you meet a dog you don't like either.
1: I'm that person that goes to, like, I mean, you're not supposed to pet the service animals, but I I have to. Like, I'm just so grateful they're there.
0: So here's a here's a good uh, question about dating, relationships, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you can talk about. Uh, we'll, we can address this in other, other, uh, other editions or episodes. Um, people coming together, you know, matching religions, matching sports team preferences, families coming together. How crucial is it that when two people meet, they're already in the same wavelength of, are they cat or dog people, or or and or, how adjustable. There, because it's possible. Soul may not be the most warm to whatever, but they can grow. But so, do you think they need to, when they meet, and like initially, just have to be like all gung ho about the right pet? Because a lot of single people have a pet. Yes, this is true. Um, a lot of people and families have pets, but but a lot of single people have pets, um, which is great because that means more pets are adopted. Uh, how do wait? Do you think that's like how how much of a Red flag, not red flag, uh, whatever. For you, do think that needs people need to typically think about it, or just what? What have you seen?
1: Well, so they don't like cats. They're just not my favorite, only because I'm allergic to them. But, okay. But there are some cats that are pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think people who just aren't dog people or cat people or just animal people in general. I don't know why I think it's so weird. But to me, it's just.
0: Do you think I, it would be difficult for someone who's a animal person in general to really
1: be with a non-animal lover? I, I mean, I think so because, I mean, as a animal lover, you're always gonna want. Right. I mean, at least I do. Anyways, always are gonna want another animal, and that hi. Do you not want to be that parent that's like, when your kid's like, for Christmas, I want a puppy, be like, oh, man, I would love for Santa to bring you a puppy, too. And then, right. hi, Santa brings a puppy. How cool is that? Right. Like, you get to be that person. Right. I mean, I oh, hope my kid wants a puppy every year, because we would get a puppy every year. Yeah. Hence why I need the farm. Yeah. So.
0: Always comes back to needing the farm. I need the farm. Yeah. So, do you, do you think that um, it's just one of those things that speaks to who people are, Not in a super judgmental way, but just it speaks to something about them.
1: I mean, I just think it's... kind of personality-wise or whatever. I think it's weird. But then again, some people, you know, who just don't want to deal with it. I I mean, it's a huge responsibility. Your life really is not your own anymore. Like, you have to... You can't go out all the time. If you're a decent person. Yeah, if you're a decent person. If you're an a-hole, then... You should own any animals at all. Like don't well, even it, ed- own it, a pet if, goldfish. If you own an animal
0: and aren't going to take care of them, you're probably not a very great person. Well, right.
1: you're not my favorite person, yeah. that's for sure. sure. But even goldfish, like take care of a goldfish. What's wrong with you? Anyways, <laughs> well, yeah, really, really passionate. That's from about Stephanie.
0: It. But oh,
1: yeah. um, I mean, I think it's, I think you'd be really hard because, if you have such a love for animals, I mean, you're always going to have that love and passion. I mean, oh. In the salon the other day, there was a gecko, and I got really upset because it lost its tail, which is normal. They, they lose their tails right, when they, they get scared. Yeah. But then it's, we put it outside, not thinking or, or actually thinking, "Hey, he'll just go find a warm spot." When it was freezing outside, and he, we, I cried a little bit because he died.
0: Do you think um, the topic of animals is is unique in terms of? Because I think oftentimes someone is really uh, into X thing, right? And the other person might not be some of those some of those things might be workable but do you think animals is unique in just that it's first of all animals are everywhere um but also i mean you can have an animal like easily it's not hard to have an animal so do you think it's unique above not necessarily above all the other topics about stuff that people matching in the way of of shared interests i guess we think you think uh, animals and pets and that kind of stuff is unique in that? Or do you think it's just like all the other kind of stuff where oh, I'm really into, you know, Doctor Who. And if they're not, it's not going to work.
1: Well, I mean, that's traumatic. But, I mean, there's people that I know that, you know, they're one of them is an avid dog lover and the other one isn't. And it's worked out. I mean, I think what it is, it's just... It's just... I guess it's just personal preference. Like, if that's your, you know, if that's where you're like, I'm good, you know, we'll, we'll see if this works, But in the back of your mind, you're always going to hold this against that person. Well, then that's probably not a good thing. Or if you're that person that already has three dogs and someone comes in and it's like, ugh, I hate dogs, but I love you. Get rid of your dogs. That, to me, is a huge red flag because uh, yeah. that's weird. And I'm not getting rid of my dogs for you out of your mind. Out of your mind. (laughs) right. Well well said, Stephanie. Well, I'm just saying. Fine speech. (laughs) Uh, Off soapbox.
0: So so the last thing I wanted to talk about was so we're we're in January. uh, That's winter time. Finally, kind of feeling like winter around here.
1: Until Monday, we're at 75 degrees.
0: Uh, Winter activities for couples. Hmm. Do you enjoy? a uh, couple activities and more in the winter or summer. Which, which which not not individual, I like the weather more, but which do you find it, it's more fun to do something with a significant other? I'd probably say sp-
1: or summer? I'd probably say uh, spring and summer. Okay.
0: Like, so the warmer warmer. This warmer, okay.
1: well because I feel like there's more stuff to do, especially here in Dallas. There's more stuff outside to do that's not geared around food and alcohol. Um, you know, there's outdoor concerts and stuff like that. But then you get into, late like, July and August, and you just want to, like, cry because it's so hot. Okay. Know? But um, I think people... I mean, I think in relationships you're probably more... Ha- you're happier when it's spring, like, late spring, early summer, only because of that reason. Mm, okay. Um, I think in winter, I mean, there's not a whole lot of activities to do.
0: Well, it depends. You know, if you're talking about wintertime, you know, going out to... Being out where there's Christmas lights and oh, getting just uh, hot, awesome. getting hot chocolate together, coming home and cuddling because it's warm and sitting by a fire, which you can't really. Most people don't do the sit around the fire thing and and no, because that cleanup's awful. <laughs> well, hey, it's well, I, I I just mean in general in terms <laughs> in general. of the weather. Uh, you know, you're you're more likely to go maybe go camping when it's a little cooler. Ew, not not cold, not that not you go camping, well, but I mean gene- generic person go camping. Um, there, you know, what's that? What, How is that fun? Well, you know, uh, Let I'm Let me go get a bunch of crap I don't need. This is one thing that we really match up on, is that <laughs> I'm not a big camper. Thank God. Yeah, I don't really see the... I see why some people enjoy it. They like to be in nature. You get to maybe which hike. Which is great. And they feel like it's, it's very primal to be out on the ground, which for me, that seems like... No, I, there's bugs. There's know, bugs and things. God give us... Uh, Indoor plumbing the, for a reason, uh, you know. Means to make indoor plumbing and roofs and heating and all stuff. So why not take advantage of it? But some people like camping, so yeah. God, um, weird people. It would it's weird to me, but that's something <laughs> we might chip on. Um, but you know, when it comes to to wintertime, you know, you have the the seasonal kind of stuff. It's really difficult sometimes for some people. No matter how happy you are, just the season gets you down. Do you think it's it for us? It's um, the, this part of the, the winter with sad, you know, seasonal affective disorder. I think that gets people down more versus summer here in Texas, where it is just blindingly hot and you're miserable and you don't want to touch anybody, be around anybody because you're just so hot and gross. Which do you feel like is a tougher season to not be a jerk to your significant other because you feel so miserable?
1: I think it's tougher in the summer to not really? be a jerk. Yeah, it's so hot. Don't touch me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, especially if you have any kind of like
1: Well, especially if you live together, like you're fighting over how hot or cold it is in here,
0: which for you can never be. Oh,
1: I can live in an igloo and be yeah. fine. Scott which... needs to live in a you know, fire pit.
0: Uh, to you a fire pit is a tepid 70 degrees. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Awful. You're like my dad, he just well, my dad just didn't want the air on at all. No. So in the summer it's hot. And in the winter, it's super cold in the house. Um, I think a lot of dads. I feel like that was like a dad thing. Like, no way, my dad keeps it
1: like sixty-seven. My mom's over there freezing in yeah, the day. it's like... My like poor mom. What is going on? She's like it's so cold what? all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome in here. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. But I think summer. I think only because you already you're already miserable. It's high, especially at least here in Texas, in Dallas, especially. It's just yeah. like. You're hot, you, you can't get your, your showers are hot, your everything is hot.
0: Oh, that feeling of getting out of the shower, and you know you're clean, but you start sweating. It's awful. Right when you're done. Thank
1: yeah. God I live in Houston. No offense to any of our Houston fans, but good God, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know.
0: All our many, all our many Houston fans well, I mean the
1: two. Well, you know, you're just now,
0: people come back to the archives and listen <laughs> like, to the first oh, episode. Yeah, yeah they were talking about me. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's worse to be in the hot stuff. Because it's kind of like what I always say with, um, in general, about hot versus cold. Cold, you can always put more clothes on. Mm -hmm. You can find shelter and heat yourself up. But when it's hot, you can't make yourself cool.
1: No, and it's illegal to run around town naked. And you
0: can only take so many clothes off. And
1: I don't want to see that many people naked. There are some people you're just like, "Uh -uh, I don't want to see you naked. Almost
0: 99% of people I don't want to see naked. yeah,
1: that's a good point. But... Still, yeah. you, don't, you, don't wanna, you don't want to,
0: you don't want to. Yeah, not good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. Um, so, so that, that brings, so that's January. Now, we have February coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre, well, before February, Stephanie's heading off to Las Vegas. Whoop, whoop. To do this whole thing with a business thing and go to Las Vegas. So, on, on the following episode, you can hear about how the Vegas trip went. <laughs> um, and we'll get a play-by-play, a complete breakdown of all the Vegas happenings. Because what happens in Vegas is relayed back here on the podcast. Of course. Um, but we have we, we have February. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valentine's Day.
1: I'm it's not a big
0: So you're not a Valentine's fan. No. I'm not a Valentine I'm not a huge Valentine's fan. You either. should
1: love me all the time. What
0: I'm especially not a fan of is when people say Valentine's Day. Oh. What is that about? It's like when people say Massachusetts? I can't even say
1: that, so it's fine. You can't say Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, you it really makes can't. it makes it hard.
0: You get the the mumble mouth um, when you try to say that. Uh, so I'm not a big Valentine's fan. Is it fair that Valentine's is like you only get a month between? To me, I don't think it's fair. It's a month between the Christmas pressure and then the Valentine's pressure. It was designed. You was a solid January.
1: It was designed by a retail enthusiasts, if you will. Hallmark, and people are like, okay, our sales are down from the holidays. How can we continue to keep this up? Let's make up a big holiday to drive sales up. That's all it is. And then, as a man, you feel pressured into doing this big, extravagant thing that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah. Here's my thing you should be doing that all the time. Oh,
0: you want big and extravagant all well, the time? No,
1: yeah, no. I mean, what girl wouldn't? She but- says, <laughs> you no, know, with. But it's just, like, you should you should do little lovey-dovey things often. Not right. one day out of the year or two if you count my birthday. But it's oh. just, like, my, yeah. my birthday is pretty, I whole, that's a whole month. That's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, that's know, in March, month. by the way, everybody, yeah. in case anyone didn't know. But it's just, it's just so stupid. It's so stupid. And so when everyone makes this huge deal, like, where we going for dinner, or what? I need to make reservations. Yeah, I make reservations at the most expensive restaurant in town that you can barely afford. That you put on your credit card because you can't afford it. Because you have to make up this like big extravagant thing for this girl who should already know that you care about her. So why spending all this money on this one day every year? Why? Why? See, Yum why?
0: you almost made it sound like a good reason not to go all out. For yeah, the that's different. You realize you show, then you add it every year. Because, every year, yeah. Then you get is. the wedding anniversary.
1: Right, which is... So how is
0: Valentine's Day different than a wedding anniversary or a dating anniversary?
1: Even See, for me, even like a wedding anniversary, I mean, is it something you celebrate? Absolutely. Is it something that you go all out for? No. Now, when we've been married 50 years, yeah, that's a heck of a long time.
0: So so you work in... Uh, Stephanie works in a hair salon. So you work in a salon with exclusively women. Yes. So, I mean, there's there, just work, work factually, n- there are no men, no men employed, that work but there. It's just the way it is, which is weird. So, what's the um, and and you have, I would say, 75 80% of your clientele across all people in the salon is women. Or yeah. Is it? So, I mean, you do have men in the salon. Obviously, mm-hmm. I could get my hair cut there. I have this really beautiful uh hairstylist there who's named me. Who names right. Name was Stephanie. Um, but there are some other men that get their hair cut there. But for most of women, so you are around women, you work a lot, and you just have them come in all the time. And your in your experience, what are other women thinking about Valentine's Day and this pressure that? Because I guarantee you, it's already January. Some men, even though they're not doing anything about Valentine's now, like they wait till last minute. That impending doom has already seeped upon them and they're already thinking I feel like about for it.
1: women, it's not, um, there's not all that pressure like there is for men.
0: Not to do something, but in terms of what they want and are expecting and thinking about.
1: You know, I find with older women, like women in their like 30s and above, okay. it's really not that big of a deal. Like, that's eh, whatever. He can cook me dinner. That's fine. But I feel like with the younger generation, like 29 and under, I feel like it's like this big to do. And it's like, oh, if he doesn't propose to me by Valentine's Day, if he doesn't do this, if he doesn't buy me this amazing necklace that I want for Valentine's Day, then I'll be upset. Or, I mean, it's just, it's weird to me. But I feel like the younger, the younger people make it this big, huge deal. The
0: young people the young, with I their know. hip-hops and their zip-zabs and their <laughs> that's, God, who's-y-whatsies. That's
1: exactly what it like, isn't it? Ugh.
0: Well, sometimes.
1: Yeah.
0: At least I'm pretty. But I think I think Valentine's Day in general... Uh, I think it can, I th- it can be nice.
1: You I miss say, the days where, like, it was in the elementary school where everyone made a fun box and you just got a bunch I of actually, It's rec- like Halloween.
0: I recommended that at work this year. We just had a team meeting. I said, for Valentine's Day, are we doing cubbies? Yeah,
1: let's all think, do cubbies. And you
0: get a Spider-Man Valentine oh, or some best. kind of character that does a pun. you know, like, Ralph Wiggum on The Simpsons, you know. Will you be <laughs> mine or I choo choo choose you." Um which was great. And you get a little. What's the? You get the heart shaped candy. Oh yeah. That's... Or a small bag of Skittles. Oh, you love Skittles. It was one of the two. I felt like it was the the heart shaped candy. Oh, I
1: was at the heart shaped lollipops, like those little oh, right. like cherry lollipops, right, of which course. were
0: so good. So uh, you guys all heard this that for Valentine's Day there's no pressure for me to do anything special. No, and I, I told that, you I have that. that I have that recorded.
1: Hey, I even told you that.
0: Uh, that that's true. I
1: told you that last year as well.
0: That's true. Um, I think we got
1: Frogo last year. That's what we did. I
0: don't know. I think it's because um, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. That's so, like so. That's Valentine's Day. Uh, the next episode, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Valentine's Day. What we may have heard friends are doing for Valentine's Day, crazy stuff. I'm sure there's gonna be advertising already for jewelry, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like a weird Christmas season where the, the advertising just begins. I mean, you starts. you really know, when the season starts, when places like CVS, Walgreens, Michaels, Hobby Lobby already start putting their stuff out, that's mm-hmm. when the season really begins. This is it's true. It's always, like, the junky stuff that starts the, the first. Yes. Like, CVS, it's, like, the weird candy and the decorations you're, like, nobody could possibly... The weird remember.
1: candle holders? Have you yeah. seen that? They're, like, what is that? It's
0: weird. it's weird. I don't get it, but, you know... So weird. That's neither here or there. We'll uh, hear more about Stephanie's trip to Las Vegas at the... Uh, What's the actual official name of the thing you're doing? It is
1: a Reichen Symposium.
0: Reichen Symposium. Reichen, Reichen obviously, being a hair product and salon. It's a compendium. It's a whole world. A whole world.
1: whole amazing uh, world. Out
0: there in Las Vegas. Uh, that's Nevada, by the way. Um, and uh, plans. We have. We might uh, hear about a trip to the Grand Canyon, which.
1: Oh, I want to go to the Hoover Dam and do the dam which, tour or which, buy some damn bait.
0: Which, uh Get damn shirt. Stephanie, a fan of Las Vegas Vacation and Dennis Quaid, oh, apparently. So
1: great. So uh, or
0: Randy Quaid? Randy Quaid. Randy, yeah. Randy. Dennis Quaid is the. Are they actually. I don't, I don't know. We'll also get the facts on that lot next podcast. Um, so we'll hear about that. Uh, but hit us up. Uh, like I said, I will uh, get you the Twitter and or at least Facebook group um, information to hit us up for your most successful New Year's resolution. And the most ridiculous New Year's resolution you ever made, I think, will be fun to hear about. Uh, I don't think I've ever made a ridiculous one, but I, for years it was always like, I'm just going to get in shape. I'm going to do that. And I finally, I'm not perfectly in shape, but I got more in shape just when I randomly started throughout the year. So we'll we'll go through that. Um, anything else before we leave, Stephanie? Your, uh, no. your your thought of the day, thought of the month? No. Proverb of the of the limbrick of... The limbric of
1: don't
0: die! Don't, oh no, don't <laughs> die! I heard that first here don't from die. Stephanie. Don't die! We love you because we don't want you to die. Yeah. We care about you. Um, but subscribe to the podcast. All the links will be provided when you, when you find this for all that good stuff. Um, we're looking forward to spending more time with you. Uh, this is the deep shit Podcast. Scott here with my beautiful wife to be, wife to be almost said a beautiful wife. Wow, look at that. I'm just, I like that. I'm already time traveling to uh, October, October. Mm-hmm. which is where the um, the wedding is. Uh, October of this year, by the way, 2017. Yes. We will share our registry information with probably not you guys because that's tacky. But um, we'll talk about registry shopping eventually, too. That'll be great. Oh, that'll we be We have all kinds of stuff to talk to you about on this podcast. This will be great. And even after the wedding, plenty there. We're excited to spend this time with you uh, and to do this whole new adventure Um, Deep Ship is the podcast. Solver Industries is the larger uh, group of how we're calling it. I like comic books, and I always said there was always these ambiguous companies in comic books that you didn't really know what they did, and they just were kind of a a solution for plots to say, oh, that company that just did it, whatever. Wayne Tech, Stark Industries. Would you be the hero
1: company or the villain company?
0: I wouldn't be a hero company. I would kind of be the Hufflepuff of companies that just kind of is out there and...
1: Like the Switzerland and companies, they, they just like exist. The like there was there. they're there. There's kind of there. You would. I
0: probably couldn't. I, I don't think of enough of myself to be the hero, but don't think poorly of myself enough to be like the the Luther Corp. Yeah, the but Lux why Park.
1: would that be? Why would you feel poorly about
0: that? No one wants to be the villain.
1: They need more money. <laughs> well, should tell you how the whole conglomerate thing well, is.
0: Good for that. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Um, we are excited to do this, and we will get you on the next episode. Say bye, Steph. Bye, Steph. And as promised, you can find us and connect with us at facebook.com slash solverindustries. That's solver, S-O-L-V as in Victor, E-R, industries, the way industries is probably normally spelled. Check out the page, like the page, and you'll get all kinds of updates from us, and eventually we'll be on Instagram, Twitter, all those great places and probably in the future something that hasn't even been created yet check us out we'll look forward to seeing you there have a great day